0: Louder!
1: cabra here bringing you a very special sunday episode of somewhat supernatural and today as always i am joined by the one and only ben DeLeon. but but wait but wait there's more joining us for the first time in a long time the one the only the pod boss himself tj bowser what's going on baby hey yo
0: what's up everybody (laughs)
1: What have you been going? What what have you been up to, TJ? I feel like it's been ages since I've gotten to seeing your lovely face on a podcast. It's been forever.
0: I haven't been doing a lot of these video podcasts, kind of been focusing on the audio stuff, working on the website, just kind of updated things a little bit recently, working on my comic book, which we announced what earlier this week. Yes. Just been doing a lot of stuff with that. That take ah that takes up a lot of fucking time, but just happy to be here talking about some alien
1: stuff today and i know yeah. that it just it, you you have this thing for aliens they just creep you out and you know we talked about it on the first episode that we did with ufos which was a great episode so that's why i'm glad that we're going to be able to do it again because yes. i mean there's ufo sightings all the damn time so a I lot mean, this recently is- Yes, especially recently, and so there's there's a lot that we can talk about, and I mean, we could do hell damn near 20 episodes on just UFOs itself, but we're going to string it out, and we are here on episode 13, which, last season, I only did 13 episodes of Someone Supernatural, and yep. I said, you know what, that's season one. Um, I don't know that I'm going to do it with this one, because I'm enjoying it, and we may just make this season a little bit longer than last time just a little, little bit longer
0: the infinite season
1: yeah yeah the infinite season is just gonna keep going fuck it <laughs> ben what have you been up to my friend um well as
2: you know things are going quite well here at rcp studios um podcast has been steadily gaining uh popularity which i'm really excited about we got a lot of stuff in store for the listeners um including an episode about love that we're yeah gonna doing pretty soon which um I don't know why anybody would listen to us about love, but I mean, we got a wealth of experience, so um, why not, right? Well,
1: is it is it really an episode <laughs> on love, or is it just the worst possible advice that we can give?
2: Well, I'm, I'm marketing. Hey, <laughs> episode on love. Whether whether we'll do uh, all the legal mumbo jumbo later. Like, <laughs> do not listen to us at all this is gonna be bad
1: uh, yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hell of an episode i do for those of you that don't know i am co-host with ben on the recycled corn podcast where we talk about anything and everything and it's just a show about whatever we feel like talking about it's kind of like seinfeld where it's a show but it's a show about you know whatever let's so, yes yes so ufos have been in the news recently especially with them um you know they they created a task force to actually you know go in and and talk about these things seriously and how do you guys feel about that like what tj i want to hear your thoughts on this like what what do you think is going to be the outcome of this
0: not so much the outcome but but just the fact that it kind of exists in itself and that confirmation uh, just kind of says that maybe there is something out there and that they're kind of hiding something and that they have information. So forming something like this kind of just signifies that it, it's out there or something's out there.
1: Yeah. Ben?
2: Um, I mean, I've been a believer for a while. Um, I just knew that if there wasn't something out there, they wouldn't be so secretive about it. So it's kind of one of those things where they confirm it confirming it by denying it no so um i'm excited to see what what evidence i i got the notes that you gave us but i really didn't look over anything so this is going to be me my genuine reaction to see what we have here um i have been interested in the topic for a long time um i've seen things that are you know in the sky that i can't you know well what, what do you call it i don't know what it is it's unidentified
1: that's well i mean <laughs> i and i i talked about it last time with, with tj on that on the first episode that we did about ufos and i'm glad that i have you here now because you can attest that one night that we went out to the plantation house
2: oh that's right
1: and we saw this weird these weird lights it was just like a string of lights like
2: how like it was far away but it was also looked close to us and then those. Uh, just, just an odd kind of oblong
1: deformation. How long ago was that? I mean, this was what last year, year before. It was last year, and uh, and none of us and see and here's the fucked up part is we were so f- there was what four of us out there, right? And we all had cameras in our hands,
2: but we were so transfixed mm-hmm. that nobody thought to start recording.
1: Yeah, and it was it was just weird because from w- what it looked like off in the distance was maybe like an illuminated like power line. Because it had this like yellowish kind of glow to it, and it was kind of off in the horizon. So we were—I I was looking at first, and I was like, "What is that? Like, is that? Is—is is that a power line? Like, but we're in the middle of the country. There's no power lines around us. Yeah, no power lines around. And so we were like, "What the hell is that? Like, what? What? What's going on? And so it starts to move, and I'm like, "Whoa! And it's not moving like downwards. It's moving upward. And I'm like, "Wait a minute. What the fuck is that? And then it just disappeared. It was gone. And, but it didn't dissipate, nothing. It just kept moving and it was gone. And so, I mean, I don't know what the hell it was. There there was nothing in the news about it. There were there was, you know, so I people were saying, Oh, it was the, the SpaceX or whatever, not SpaceX. Uh, what's that? ISS. The no, 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 no. The Elon, the Elon Musk thing. Um that's oh, SpaceX. That, well, yeah, but there was that other thing like that. No, it was grid. Jeff
0: Bezos, wasn't that one? he he, he does the space stuff too doesn't he
1: yeah well all these billionaires in their rockets these days yeah no shit i wish i was a billionaire because i'd be in space all the time but um they people saw stuff in brownsville that looked similar to what we saw but there was no fucking way what we saw was that this was something completely fucking different have you
0: seen anything else that kind of looked like the string of lights you saw
1: No, I have not. I have not seen
0: anything like that. Have you seen any other uh, accounts
1: that are similar? Just from the four of us that were there. I have not seen anybody else say that they saw.
0: Well, at least it was a group experience, so
1: that absolute legitimacy of the, uh, what would you call it, the sighting? Yeah, yeah, and like I said, there was four of us there. We all saw the same thing. We all had cameras in our hands, and none of us decided to, hey, pick up and record.
2: It it was so weird because, like, after it left, like, I looked at Steve's, like, did you record that? No, I thought you were recording.. I was
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the way yeah. it is, though, you know? yeah, so yeah. it was it was crazy, man. So after seventy five years of taboo and ridicule, serious people can finally discuss the mysterious flying objects, and even skeptics say that's a good thing. Almost a year ago in June, the Pentagon delivered a report to Congress from a task force it established in twenty twenty. Hmm, When COVID happened to collect information about what officials now call unexplained aerial phenomena or UAPs. So they are no longer called UFOs. They're called UAPs. From across the government, after pilots came forward with captivating videos that appear to show objects moving in ways that define known laws of physics, while those who dabble in the unknowns of the outer space are hoping for alien evidence, many others in government hoped the report will settle whether the objects might be spy operations from neighbors on Earth, like the Chinese or Russians. The highly anticipated report was expected to settle little, finding no evidence of extraterrestrial activity while not ruling it out either. According to officials, uh, it jump-started a long-suppressed conversation and opened new possibilities for research and discovery and perhaps defense contracts. If you step back and look at the larger context of how we've learned stuff about the larger nature of reality, some of it does come from studying things that might seem ridiculous or unbelievable, said Caleb Scarif, an astronomer who runs the Astrology Center at Columbia University. Suddenly, senators and scientists, the Pentagon and presidents, Former CIA directors and NASA officials, Wall Street executives and Silicon Valley investors are starting to talk openly about an issue that would previously be discussed only in whispers, if at all. So it's, uh, I don't know, I, I i believe, I'm a believer, we can't be the only beings on this planet, you know, there, theres there's got to be something out there. But what and where do they come from? Do you guys have any theories? Do you have the I mean,
0: underground, like the lizard people,
1: it will eventually
0: <laughs> come up from the ground to take us all over? Yeah. So that's where
1: they come from. Well, I mean, and we don't know. They could. You know, there there's there's that video that you see that the Navy recorded of that object flying around and then it just dove into the fucking water it's the atlanteans it's something it's fucking (laughs) something want to give a quick shout out to the boys in the chat joseph brody and militia oh kaylee's there too sorry i didn't see you there kaylee what's going on hi
2: kaylee hi brody
1: kaylee says she wants to believe we all want to believe we all want to believe so let me see i think we are on to our first little video clip here uh so this video was taken by navy pilots all right um it's it's a declassified video i want you guys to watch this and then we're going to discuss exactly what we just saw and what we think it could be here we go okay well that did not go like i planned it did not have the audio what the hell well shit
2: it's a live podcast. It's-,
1: it's a live podcast and shit happens. Let's see. Uh, I'm just logged in as a guest. Can't go in. <laughs> no, and- no, <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, I know. I got you. <laughs> I got you right here. Hold on. Uh, which one was this? Pentagon's video. Okay. L-M-N-O-P. Well, shit, fuck me. Sideways to Sunday. It's a is live it the podcast. aliens or is it the it's- lizard people? It's both that are fucking with me right now
2: they're trying to keep you from revealing the truth
1: damn hey maybe maybe this is this is this is a bit embarrassing (laughs) let
2: me call wifey sauce fetch my tin foil
1: (laughs) fetch the tin foil hats right now god damn it let's see uh my beanie's laced with foil so I, 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 I wholeheartedly fucking believe that <laughs> I'm not I'm not even surprised by that It let's stops see.
0: my thoughts from leaking out
1: Here we go, let's see
2: uh, Right, I can't have people listening in on my thoughts
1: Alright, so the Pentagon just declassified three videos taken by Navy pilots Check this shit out So I'm gonna read what it says Hey, watch
0: I watched this, watch this earlier, earlier. I can almost hear the yeah, And I can hear Nick.
1: So the footage shows unidentified objects flying at high speeds through the Earth's atmosphere. The mysterious flying objects remain unidentified to this day.
2: Well, if they are identified, wouldn't they make them identified objects?
1: The declassification is meant to clear up any misconceptions to the public. And this is what I was talking about. It just dives right into the water.
0: Yeah, they're going to see Jason Momoa. <laughs> trying to get away from Amber Heard. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Maybe they're going to take out Amber Heard. Ooh. The U.S. Navy formalized a reporting process in 2019 for pilots to report incidents with UFO sightings. That video coming from CNBC right there. And like I said, I had an edited version of that. But for some reason, the aliens will not allow me to play it. So what do you... I mean, we see that these things come from the military, you know, and they're there if you if you talk to people that have been in the military before they've seen a lot of crazy shit man so what what are your thoughts on the video we just watched what could they possibly be logically before we say oh it's fucking some kind of ufo or you know aliens what 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 do you guys think it could be logically
2: i mean there has to be some kind of tech out there that's above what i mean because the military yes they have do they do have new equipment and new technology but that's the private sector i'm sure has way better uh, options than the military does as far as tech i mean if you look at what's coming out in the world it's not the military leading the charge as far as tech research it's the private sector yeah. so i mean who knows just
0: to combat the point you're making there why would the military release and give all the information out on what they're working out w- or working on? Cause then that would reveal it to their enemies and then give them a leg up or give them uh, information on what they're working on and give them the uh, direction.
2: I, I don't know. I mean, it, it I know this whole um, process, whatever of them releasing these uh, case sightings was all in the COVID package. I mean, the COVID relief thing. So they they put that in there. It's like, okay, you know, we'll give you all the funding that you'll want for this pandemic's coming up, but we want to know about UFOs. So I don't I don't know what reason there could be for that. Um it, it's just one of those things where they think that the general public wasn't ready to hear this kind of information for so long. So what's changed? Is it just people in office now just like, well, I got a little bit of power, let me see if I can find out something. You know, so I, I don't know. I'm 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 at a loss. This is beyond my pay grade.
1: <laughs> well, it, it's definitely something that is very intriguing. Um, for them to release any kind of footage like that, um, I think is a, is a huge step um, because it verifies that there is something that we don't know now. Whether it's extra, extraterrestrial or is it, you know somebody in china working on some crazy shit or somebody in russia working on some crazy shit we don't know you know maybe they're working on that sixth generation you know fighter jet or something that just looks out of this world but it's here you know They're, they're, they're building things that were science fiction but now we have the technology to actually make it a reality um so social media was a buzz, and debating the validity of a UFO sighting in 2016, uh, there was an object spotted in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, let me let me get this video on for you guys because this one this one's kind of weird. This one's this one's a little bit more um, more. Uh, let's see. So flashing lights. This is on a news channel. Been a closing
0: of the third time. Chris Holbert. Was- what he claims was a UFO in the video Holbert recorded and later posted on YouTube it appears to show flashing lights at one point forming the shape of a triangle the Charlotte man says the unusual lights were moving around like fireflies really high up in the air but
1: was it really a UFO according to Peter Davenport the director of the National that's the kind of UFO I want to see right there <laughs> UFO are not an unusual occurrence throughout the Carolinas In his 22 years of tracking UFOs, Davenport says
0: 30 to 40,000 reports of similar sightings have been made in North and South Carolina. The Federal Aviation Administration says there were no reports of aircraft in the area at the time of the sighting. If it really was a UFO,
1: Holbert says that he just hope- There you go, TJ. Coming for you, buddy.
0: Fuck all that that shit.
1: So TJ has a severe fear of Grays. He cannot, he just can't. He can't. But um I so with those lights, I I think maybe that was a drone or something. I mean, base granted, it was 2016 and drone technology wasn't what it is today. They still had drones back then. You know, that they, they they weren't fancy like they are now. But for something not to come up on radar i mean if if things fly below radar that have lights and maybe it's three different drones flying together that are linked together or whatnot that would explain why it did not come up on radar you know because you have to be flying at a certain altitude for anything to even appear on radar, and I I know this because I watched Top Gun yesterday, so I, I know.
0: <laughs> now he's an
1: expert. I know now I'm an expert. You know, you don't you don't go below the hard deck. So and all things concerning the danger zone. Yeah, danger zone. Shout out to the woman, the smiling octopus, and her kids in there. She's in, she's got her her sons in here too. So what's going on? Um, now this other one right here. So this one just dropped last week. And oh, wow. I, 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 I want I want opinions because it's Mars, okay. So with Mars, we have a rover there. Supposedly, there's a rover, and <laughs> Supposedly. it's all CGI. Steve. It's all. It could all be CGI. You know, <laughs> the moon landing was faked. The moon landing was faked. But, but, okay. They found what seems to be a structure, okay, on Mars, which is. It looks like a doorway. It looks like a fucking carved out- Stargate. Rectangular doorway. Stargate. And uh, check this out. Let's get this bad boy going. Since
0: rovers have been sent to Mars for exploration, every now and then, they have been discoveries that have taken people to surprise. Be it river-like struck
1: The big red planet, yeah buddy.
0: Or a face on the ground, Two, the discovery of Aurora or Northern Lights on Mars. Our neighboring planet is full of surprises. And with Elon Musk trying his level best to colonize the red planet,
1: he'll get us there. Yeah, he'll get us. He'll get us back to his home planet.
0: Meanwhile, right now, a picture by NASA of the red planet has it looks to like Lucifer. Worldwide. <laughs> a structure in the middle of the oh, building. wow.
1: Check that out. That, I
0: mean... Yeah, so, so if you go, go in, in there, there there's, there's a stargate, stargate inside. inside. <laughs> you have to activate the panel, and then all the rings will lock, and then you walk, walk through, the through the portal. portal? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: and that's that how... Oh, that's how that works. And then it yeah. takes you to, like, this uh, ancient Egyptian planet that's not I'm Egypt. Here, here,
0: here, to here to provide an expert... An expert a, you? The with,
1: yeah you're the expert, oh, yeah. you're the expert <laughs> analyst here so I just I mean now NASA's saying oh it's a naturally formed right you know occurrence how I just I don't yeah that's, clean, that's clean cut, clean cut
0: there, there there boy
1: I mean Which there's the color version of it how uh, I mean natural you can see how it's like not it's smooth as fuck on the wall on the inside <laughs> like there's a clear fucking walkway little ramp thing leading up in there i mean tj says stargate i say oh. jawas <laughs> U-tini. U-tini. <laughs> or maybe you know obi-wan's in there you know watching over luke or some <laughs> shit but it's just it's it's a if it's just a natural occurrence was in that it's it's very strange <laughs> There's no way that's natural. Show me, Show me something,
2: something on, on earth that looks like a freaking door like that.
0: that. That's natural.
2: <sighs> Isn't that where Dark Helmet uh, got the. Uh, what <laughs> <laughs> Princess Vespa and Lone Star to come out from? <laughs> yes.
1: So. I don't know, man. I'm not sold that it's just a natural occurrence. Um, I nah. mean, we don't know shit about Mars, but here's my thing you have a rover there. Go mm-hmm. up, go, go check, go see what the fuck go is inside. inside. The... They go. won't show us that footage. Well, I know they won't, but and maybe they did go inside. Maybe there is a fucking Stargate there. Ooh. But there's probably a, a sign in there
2: that says, a quiet mind performance this way with an arrow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for those of you that don't know a quiet mind was my old band <laughs> thanks, thanks for the shout out band. thanks for the shout uh, out i appreciate it so i there's there's just so many things we don't know especially uh, on the closest planet to us um and i just i hope in my lifetime we actually get to see something come from this um like we do have you know elon musk Doing his best to fucking... He'd be the
0: one to reveal it, too. He'd just completely yeah. circumvent the government and just be like, hey, y'all want to see some fucking aliens? Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, um, this next one that I want to talk about, this happened in 2014, which is, you know, it, it's, it's been a while, but um, while testing a FLIR camera uh, on a helicopter flight, pilots noticed an unidentified flying object in the sky. Two large overlapping orbs are seen hovering above the Chilean sea, moving in unison. Based on the thermal camera's reading, the object is hotter than everything else around it. The pilot stated that the object's speed also matched their own at 131 knots or 149.6 miles per hour. I had to Google that. Hmm. The object then releases a plume of some type of gas twice. The Chilean government is one of the few that actually investigate UFO sightings openly. They studied the footage um, for two years before releasing it to the public because they were unable to identify the object. The Chilean Navy stated that this object did not appear on their radar, only on the thermal camera. They also stated that they tried to communicate with it, but it never received a response. One more strange fact is that the camera could switch from thermal to optical view. And while in optical view, the plume that the object was releasing could not be seen. so, this is, let me see, this is the sighting video right here. It's, it's a short clip. Let me see if it'll play. Hopefully it's got the same. Points his camera. This is what he captures. Two large overlapping orbs. Check it out. They're moving in unison. Maybe they're even connected. Based on the thermal camera's readout, the object is hotter than everything else in the frame. And the Navy crew says the object's speed matches their own 130 knots. Then look, the objects seem to release a plume of some sort. Not once, but twice. So people were saying that it was a plane, and the reason it was coming out in thermal, what you saw, the two little orbs, were the engines. And the plume it was releasing was... You cut out, boss. I can't hear it's you. It's
0: fucking chemtrails! It's fucking chemtrails, man!
1: <laughs> so this was over the Chilean Sea. This It, it was headed towards um, Santiago, Chile. Um, nothing was on radar. If it was a airplane... Is
0: Chile? Is that South America?
1: South America, yes.
0: So what they did it is, it is they had some of
2: the, the the local food and, you know, kind of gets you in the stomach area. So, Dear God. Release all that gas, you know. To...
1: Jesus, everything is gas to you, Pumbaa. <laughs> everything is gas to you. <laughs> but um, I I just that one right there for the government for their for their government to be so open about UFO sightings, I I find that admirable because it's not causing a panic. You know that people aren't fucking going crazy because there might be something out there. Um, but the plume oh. is what. Kind of, I don't know. Like what? I, I just there's just so many things that it could have been. But, but like I said, the one thing that they said that it more than likely was was an airplane, and it was releasing fuel. But if that was the case, why didn't anybody respond? Ooh,
0: ooh. What if it's uh, what if it's a plane and it's dropping like its poop, like its excrement, and it's and it just like explodes in the air,
1: which. Could be poopy water, yeah. but poopy wat. But would the poopy water at that height have heat to it? I don't know. Maybe it's piss. It could be. That's um, a lot so of piss.
2: The first thing I thought, okay, you know, to, to, to go a little bit serious here, is if there is some kind of let's hypothetically say it's um, alien. Okay. If there's some kind of advanced engine system. If it needs to get rid of some, you know, waste material from the engine before it takes off, you know, because of whatever reason, why not just, there you go. And then
0: hypothetically, if aliens exist, hypothetically, and their technology is at the point where they have like technology, like you're saying, wouldn't they develop technology that wouldn't have waste or would require that? Because you would have to depressurize in order to drop that waste. That's all.
1: That's true. That is true. I don't think things through. I just come out. (laughs) (laughs) So boys, 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 boys. Brody has one of the most serious questions that I will ever ask on this fucking podcast. Brody wants to know the real question. Would you have sex with an alien?
0: Not willingly with a gray, maybe a lizard one or an insect. Um. If I had the choice. No. Are, are we
2: talking about like Ahsoka or somebody? like hey,
0: Aliens and Alien.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: because, you know... Oh, Ava Secure. Uh, uh, uh,
2: maybe a, a Twilik.
0: You know, I've seen some of those. Uh, um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It depends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the boys are like, no. Oh,
0: what's what's that uh, character in Jabba's palace that has like the, like, the six tits?
1: Oh. That's... <laughs> uh, was Nelson, it no. Or was it on yeah, the sail barge? Yeah. yeah, it was on the sail barge. <laughs> had the six boobies. Okay, so <laughs> I would say it's questionable. <laughs> if it was a humanoid alien creature that had feminine features, but had like, like say she looked human, but was like green. Yeah, you know, and she was hot. What's, right?
0: what's the basis of, of the sex here? Is this completely consensual?
1: Well, yeah, it has to. Or be Or do consensual? we have to
0: choose, like in a room, like if we're gonna like, have to fuck one of these aliens, like Gardula? We have to choose.
1: You, yeah. Like,
2: hey, you know, you either do this or I'm gonna kill you.
1: Yeah. I would say, like I said, it just depends. <laughs> now, if it wasn't consensual, I mean, hey, I got, I got probed. My bad. I don't know what's. I tell mean,
0: you. if if I wake up and I see Gray's, I'm fighting Travis Walton style the whole way out of that <laughs> fucking place.
1: What if they're not grays? What if they're greens, but they look like grays? You,
0: she looks we'll have like a chat, you know? If she looks like Gamora, <laughs> I'm all in.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely. If, she, if, they're, if they're looking like Gamora, there's a good chance I want some more. The aliens come
0: out like a women's brothel. They line up and you choose, he says. Oh, oh.
1: see, and that, I mean. Come on, man! But
0: like Steve just said, we'd probably, being humans, we'd probably gravitate towards the humanoid-looking ones, oh, or yeah. the ones with six breasts.
1: Because,
2: because, uh, in the Star Wars universe, uh, Gina Carano's character is an alien. So you know what? I'm gonna say yes.
1: <laughs> Ahsoka for days. I I I I still don't. I don't. I mean, I I say I would if they were humanoid. If not, eh. but then you got to think too. Like Jay said in in what was it in uh was it in jay and silent bob strikes back where he'd be like he'd be the first motherfucker yeah. to f- say he fucked a martian there goes homeboy fucked a martian uh-huh. once so i don't know maybe maybe so this one came from the today show okay oh this was in san Diego. Steven's uh source for daily news if you didn't know yeah i am old <laughs> i am old so you know i have to get my today show on um this was Love. a UFO flying near San Diego. Um San Diego. San Diegans. Ah. To respond to Brody's comment, it's called
0: Love and Saucers. Love and Saucers. There's a documentary I purchased recently about a man who has sex with aliens and paints
1: his encounters. Oh damn. I'm gonna have to watch that because <laughs> that seems uh, Yeah. That seems Research. interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to do it for research. <laughs> All right, check this out. I'm only going to play the first part because... I'll it's go to the
0: closet, closet and get the thing. thing. Oh, I'll be back. <laughs> ...video allegedly shows one of the U.S. stealth ships tricking an unknown object in the sky. And after a few minutes... Splash. 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 Mark ...the 2019 <laughs> footage obtained by filmmaker Jeremy Corbett... This is so
1: ...released hard. another video of an upside-down pyramid... You-
0: Hovering above a Navy destroyer.
1: So that, this splash video gets me every time. Like.
0: Coast of California, newly leaked
1: video allegedly shows one of the U.S. Navy's still tracking an unknown object. That's a Navy ship tracking that. A few minutes. A splashes. splashes down into the water. In the water,
0: it's, it's, it's oppa. Obtained by filmmaker Jeremy Corbell, who last month released another video of an upside down pyramid UFO. <laughs> That's That's Pyramidus from from Power
1: Power Rangers Zio. Zio. (laughs) Power Rangers reference. First time ever on Somewhat Supernatural. Oh, I remember you showing that in the chat. Yes. 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 The far out world of David
0: Huggins. That's just the slip cover. I'll show you the actual cover. Has more of him fucking aliens. Now, would you fuck that alien, TJ? Yeah, that's not too bad. I mean, the gray has hair. Oh, there's a... Oh, I wonder if we'll get taken down for this. It actually doesn't show the nipple, so I guess I'll show it.
1: Uh, oh, nice.
0: There's a picture of him suckling. Suckling. Huh. <laughs> that's,
2: huh. that's That word, man, it's just so, like, I don't know. In the context, it's just... Yeah,
1: it's, just <laughs> it's a funny word. <laughs> As Brody says,
0: it is a fantastic documentary.
1: So, n- everything's coming from the Navy. Navy, 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 Navy. Chilean Navy, U.S. Navy, the the videos that we're getting are all naval videos. So are UFOs coming from above or are they coming from below? We know more about outer space than we do about what's under the water. Mm -hmm. So is it feasible that there is... Alien life or what we think is a, I mean, technically it wouldn't be alien because it's here on earth. Where do you think the the chance, what, what do you think the chances are that what we have been perceiving as alien life is actually life that is in the depths that we can't go to because we can't handle that kind of pressurization.
0: How do I feel about that? yeah that's scary man you know it's scary thought to think that maybe we're the aliens you know we're not the first people to come here and there's a whole other civilization living under the fucking crust living under all that pressure and heat man and we're just chilling up here completely ignorant to the fact that there's another society that's much better than ours probably because look at the fucking state we're in that just thriving and living on and we're just like i said we're ignorant to the whole fact of the entire thing and all we see are these glimpses here and we get these videos but then again that also brings up like the whole parallel universe shit and maybe we're just seeing like little glitches in the system or some shit like that and glimpses into these other realities or universes and that's what's coming up on these videos and that maybe hell that's what the hell you guys can see with your ghost stuff yeah it's it's it could be a slew of things how do i feel about it it's scary but it's the unknown
1: yeah and that's, and I think that's what makes it scary is the fact that it is unknown and we don't know intentions. Um, do they want to enslave us? I mean, if they wanted to, I'm pretty sure they fucking they could. Yeah, they would have done it already. Um, I, I always like to think that humans don't belong on this planet. We're not of this planet. We don't live in harmony with this planet like every other species does. So... I I genuinely do believe that we're some kind of fucked up hybrid that was created as a science experiment. And and we just fucking got out of hand. And they said, fuck it, we're out. Well, let's go check on them, though. Let's go, you know, let's go see. Yeah, we're the ant colony, you know, and I I don't know, man, it's it's scary to think that we're not alone. But it's exciting to think that we're not alone. You know,
2: I have a hypothesis. That uh, uh, the, the, the world, Earth, whatever, the reason we haven't come into contact with more aliens is that we're in like a quarantine know what I mean like they're just staying out of like we're the bad neighborhood know what I mean we're the Molina
0: we're in double secret probation
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they're, they're just like you know they'll, they'll go around us to not like they'll come through and do a quick you know like hey check out those guys whatever and then they'll take off because it's so like,
0: we fucked up at some point and we got yeah, banished well, to the Milky Way galaxy
2: way. that's why they yeah. probably sent that a, a meteor to destroy um, you know the dinosaurs it's like hey, yeah, let's just wipe out this whole planet what
0: the fuck do the dinosaurs do Did you watch that
2: show?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not the mama. Mama! (laughs) One of the saddest endings to a show ever. (laughs) So Uh, fucking. Alf? Alf was sad too. Which, you know, we need an Alf reboot. Just
0: just so we can not have that crazy fucking sad ending where Alf's getting experimented on. Yes,
1: yes, yes. (laughs) But here's this cartoon of his adventures on Melmac. Yes, here's a prequel. <laughs> Make you love him more. Yes, and be fucking even more devastated that the government got him. I would have loved to have seen Alf in like Men in Black, like yes. you know, like he wasn't really like, experimented. See, at that all.
0: would have been cool. Like they they're using him as kind of like the the middleman between yeah. the aliens and the government. Yes, and he's kind of like the like the uh, the ambassador for Earth. Yeah. See, that would be awesome. You know what? We never got that type of closure.
1: Oh are, god.
0: See uh, his species
2: voting in the
0: Senate in Star Wars. <laughs> we we never said they killed Alf Brody. We're just saying he's with the government doing inexplicable government. things.
1: Yes, yes. So, this next one was in 2021, February 21st, the day before my birthday, 2021. This was an American Airlines flight 2292. So they were cruising at an altitude of 36,000 feet over New Mexico. Flight 2292 is having a seemingly normal trip from Cincinnati to Ohio, or from Cincinnati, Ohio to Phoenix, Arizona, until ground control receives an alerting message from the pilot. So whatever buzzes by this flight is traveling at a speed of 400 knots, adding to the mystery of the object, it is, it, it, it had it been a cruise missile like the pilot had stated it would have been picked up on radar nothing was picked up so check this out i fucking hope the audio plays i'm gonna be pissed if it doesn't play because i edited this video this this fucking clip down so let's see if it plays have any targets up here we just had something go right over the
2: top of us to- I hate to say this, looked like a long cylindrical object. It almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing, moving really fast. I'm right over the top of it.
1: So they're flying, and they see this fucking thing just whoosh right by them. So they're thinking, "Fuck! Like, did somebody just fire a fucking cruise missile at us? Like, what the fuck?" But nothing was picked up on radar at that altitude. Something would have been picked up on radar had it. Regardless of what the fuck it was, it would have been picked up on radar.
2: What what I was expecting is from that audio clip hearing it says, you know, a long cylindrical object, and then it was like that Austin Powers, like it looked like a
1: giant (laughs) Austin. Um, I I just you you have to believe pilots. They're up in the air, they see these things. There's that lie. Yeah, there there's no reason for them to lie. Um granted they were flying over to Mexico when they saw what they saw, which I mean there's fucking who knows what the fuck's out there with military bases and shit and you know, but if if it had been a missile, they were the only things up there I'm pretty sure it would have fucking if hit it. If it was started. a missile,
0: it would be a little bit more alarming and they would have made a bigger deal about it. Yeah. Especially if it's like you said, it's a pilot and somebody who's been up there for a while knows what they're talking about. And an update on the Alf thing at the end of the Alf movie, he is still with the government. But like I said, he's kind of like an ambassador to Earth. So,
1: ah, yeah, there, there was a movie. I didn't know there was a movie,
0: Project Alf.
1: Oh, I never saw that. Yeah, TV well, movie. That's why. Ah, yes, I probably didn't have the proper channel at that time in my childhood. Are we on the Columbia thing? We are, but I think we're going to skip that one. We're going down under. We're going down under. Brody sent me this YouTube video right here. And since we have him in the chat, we will discuss a little bit right here. So Westall, um, Australia, 1966, at approximately 11 a.m. on Wednesday, April 6th, students and a teacher from Westall High School now Westall Secondary College reported seeing a flying object described as a gray or silvery green saucer shaped craft with a slight purple hue and about twice the size of a family car. According to the students, the object was descending over the high school and then disappeared behind a strand, a stand of trees. Approximately 20 minutes later, the object reportedly reappeared, climbed at speed and departed towards the northwest. Some accounts describe the object as being pursued by five unidentified aircraft. Let's check this out. This is actually another news video here, and this is from Australia. Check it out.
2: A teacher who claimed to see UFOs hovering over a Melbourne school says military officials threatened to have him fired if he ever spoke about the incident. Andrew Greenwood is talking publicly about the famous Westall High sightings 55 years ago for the first time in
1: tonight's 7 News Spotlight program. Now, an ordinary suburban school, but in 1966, <coughs> Westall high students and teachers insist they saw UFOs triggering a massive government cover-up.
2: They were threatening? Oh, absolutely. I was
1: threatening. Then, a Westall teacher, Andrew Greenwood, speaks <coughs> publicly for the first time. Is the sound not working? Yeah, it's not working. Oh, what the hell?
2: Is there a way to put on captions?
1: Why is not the sound? Why is the sound not working? Let's find out. Hold on. Uh, let's, let's give that a second go. Share my audio. And screen two, share. Let's try now. Well, the audio ain't working for that. So um, basically, they all saw this object floating in the sky. And they were threatened by the government to never speak on what they saw. It's 50, 50 years ago, 55 years ago, or 50, yeah, well, 51 years ago now. Um, and actually the anniversary is coming up May 3rd. Or what's today? Is today May 3rd? Oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow will be the 51st anniversary of this sighting that happened above a school. Um, and this is one that is known worldwide. Everybody knows about this this UFO sighting. And it's one of the ones that I mean, how, how can you explain what they saw? And multiple people saw the exact same thing. You know, it was a high school class. The The teachers saw it, the, the, the students saw it, the government, the military showing up and telling them to fucking not say shit like that right there. Could it have been something the government was working on? Maybe, but what, why would they show up to the school? if it was like a test flight or something you know so it's it's creepy i i i would love to one day see something like that especially like in broad daylight but i don't know it's just another one of those unknown things we're gonna go ahead and skip forward and tj i want that enthusiasm baby tj talk film to me baby talk film to me Uh oh uh-oh Uh Uh-oh, ladies and gentlemen, here we see T.J. Bowser and his natural element. Can't hear you, bud. It's a live show, so just bear with us. So Brody said one of the kids approached the ship, fell to the ground screaming, got taken away by the ambulance. The next day, a friend went to check on her, and random people were at her house to say that she never lived there. Wow. That's
2: never lived there.
1: That's pretty fucking insane.
2: That's yeah, and then people wonder why there's conspiracy theories.
1: We're having some technical difficulties right now with the pod boss.
2: It's a live show, and if there wasn't if there wasn't technical difficulties, then is it really a live show?
1: Because I have it muted on the
0: there, other see, end. See, see what
1: happens. See what happens when you don't do live shows anymore. Damn I have
0: gotten so rusty from that. Okay, so Steve brought me on to talk about film, and we talk a, a lot about airplanes. So we're going to talk about. Movies with aliens in airplanes and, of course, talk about an X-Files episode. Actually, a two-parter that features that subject matter. So today's first film is The Forgotten from 2004, directed by Joseph Rubin. So essentially, the plot line of this is the Julianne Moore character. She plays a character named Telly, and there's this mother that lives in New York, and she's under this psychiatric care. It's kind of not really established at first. Why? And as you kind of uh, kind of get to know her character more, you understand that her son Sam went missing about a year ago with, like, six other children whenever he went on this airplane. And I guess it was for, like, this camp or something for kids. Mm-hmm. So the kid went missing. And then one day she wakes up and everybody acts like she's fucking crazy, like this kid never fucking existed. So they're kind of dealing with it. And she starts to, like, look into it. And she starts to unravel this whole co- giant conspiracy that her son was taken, and it's hinted at that there's aliens. So I'll kind of read off of my own personal notes here in a little bit. But like I said earlier, featuring Julianne Morris-Telly, Dominic West as Ash, Gary Sinis as Jack Munts, and Anthony Edwards as Jim uh, have you
1: guys ever seen this film? I have. It's been yeah. a while since I've seen it. Um, I, But I, when you started talking about it, I was like, oh, shit, I have I have seen this one. And I, I remember it being a really kind of just like, what the fuck kind of movie, because they do make her seem like she's crazy. Like she never had a kid. Kid never existed. She's just making you know, she, she's having this delusion. And she like you said, she starts uncovering that there's something bigger at play.
2: Yeah, my favorite part was anytime anybody starts hinting that they, they're they in on it, on the conspiracy, they just get sucked out, um, like, into the sky. So um, that part was interesting.
0: Yeah. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a couple things I have noted here. There's a lot of focus on the swing set location on the film, and that's kind of like the meeting point. The film opens there and ends there, and the characters kind of go back there several times like throughout the course of the film as to kind of like regroup with each other, and I don't know if you'll pick this up when you watch it. This is kind of more of a filmmaking thing than it is an alien thing, but, but that's why I'm here. Uh, the whole film is presented in this neutral and dark colors except for the flashback scenes. When you have the flashback scenes and you see people like Lauren and the the missing son sam i believe his name is Mm -hmm. uh, those are presented in warm bright tones and that kind of gives you the feeling like those are happier moments now that only is restored at the end when the kids are brought back from the aliens and the the whole alien cover-up is pretty much hidden for like the first hour of the movie and the only real hint of the of like the aliens existing at first, is that she look? There's a scene where she's walking down the street and she looks in the sky, and the clouds make almost like a donut shape and then like suck back in. Do you guys remember that scene?
1: I don't. I don't. I don't remember that at all. Ben's turning his audio down, no,
0: but I, uh, I remember. I remember. but like Ben said, that the NSA agents uh, get ripped into the fucking sky. And there's actually a really cool scene where they're in a cabin and the entire cabin gets just fucking torn. torn apart and it's absolutely insane and you have to fucking love it and there's a really cool scene actually where the cop gets pulled off the side of a cliff and that's really well done i have my notes uh there's another third abduction scene where somebody's falling out of a window and halfway down they get jerked up and in that into the sky it's it's some pretty intense stuff uh so essentially the movie plays out she goes through all the uncovering stuff she meets this other person uh named Ash Coral who's a hockey player and he also has a daughter which i mentioned earlier was named Lauren that went missing with the other kids mm. so they they kind of uncover this secret and at the end you pretty much find out that everybody's in on it spoiler alert everybody's in on it but her and that at this point in humanity that they're not necessarily like cooperating with them like they're just kind of doing it for them because they have no choice so it's kind of better to work with them uh, so they've accepted the fact that aliens exist. They accept the fact that they're going to take us no matter what, and that we have to be more than cooperative, that we just kind of got to succumb to their will. Hmm. And that's just such an interesting take that the entire movie is based after that, and the fact that these aliens took these kids uh, under the like experiment, like under yeah. – like, the purpose of experimenting to see the bond of a mother and their children. And only that one girl remembered out of this entire group of of people. So if you take that concept that we are a society that we talked about earlier, and this is just an experiment, we were placed here to kind of be experimented on this kind of elaborates out on that further and gives us an insight on a specific experiment within our own society.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, it, it's just interesting. And, and for it to be touched upon on a huge budget movie like this, it, it's just interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's a scary fucking concept right there too, because we're essentially a Petri dish, you know, and they're going to do what they want to do regardless, you know, and we just had to be self subservient and just be like, Hey, go with it. You know, we we're, we're, Nothing we can do about it.
0: We don't necessarily see aliens in that film. Uh, yeah. Ben, I don't know if you remember, but there's a scene where the guy's face morphs and it looks grayish, like kind of like the grays. Right. Uh, and then he does that vocal scream and all the windows blow out. Right. Oh, I, re- I remember that scene. Yes, yeah. yes. That's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said,
2: I, I remember accidentally watching that movie because I came in like a few minutes after it had already started. And I just remember just like, like watch it and just like man this is this is really the storyline is awesome like it wasn't until the middle of the movie that i'm like what is this like i want to make sure like i see everything so i watched the whole movie and then i went back and caught the love was like, okay I, I, I didn't really miss too much um, but then i watched it again and i'm just like man like it's just one of those kind of it stays with you after a while because yeah. it just makes you think and, it's so
0: violent and moves so right. quickly, and I don't know if you guys know this. This is kind of like off top off topic a little bit, but uh, two years later, uh, Jodie Foster, who actually kind of looks like uh, Julianne Moore a little bit, uh, she did a movie called Flight Plan, which is about her kid going missing in the middle of a plane, Yeah, and she has to find them. I don't know if it has anything to do with aliens, but uh, I just remember the, the, the plot being eerily similar.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't remember that movie. I don't think I ever watched it. I just remember like trailers and stuff for it. Huh. Okay. Interesting. So
0: shifting things to the television side for fans of the X-Files, uh, Scoobs.
1: Yes. You like the X-Files? I do. I do. I'm actually rewatching X-Files now. Fucking it.
0: And like you I like- said
1: at the, at the beginning before we even went live uh, when it was just you and I chatting, the the one episode that still gets to me to this day, for some reason, I don't know why, is the Fiji Mermaid episode. It just fucking creeped me out so much that it stuck with me into my adulthood.
2: Because you're thinking, like, is that technically a alien and can I have sex with it?
1: No, not at all.
2: <laughs> what about you, Ben? Are uh, you a fan of the show? Oh, yeah. Like, I used to watch with my mom all the time. Um, it's one of those things where... I'll be like, you know what? I remember somewhat of this episode, so let me go ahead and watch it real quick and see if my memories kind of line up with what. And I I realize that a lot of times uh, the shows kind of blend together for me in my mind. So then when I watch it again, I'm like, oh, okay, okay. That's part of this. So this has to be another episode. So that'll lead me down a rabbit hole. Of Next thing you know, I'm like four hours in. I'm like, what the hell just happened?
0: (laughs) Brody, the episode you're referring to is called Fluke Man. There you Mm -hmm. go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I'm here to talk about season four, episode 17, and season four, episode 18. So, previous fans of X Files will know the character of Max Fenig. So, this story kind of revolves around him going missing, and ultimately his death. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. So, alert. once again, with the airplanes, Mulder and Scully get involved in an investigation of the disappearance. Well, not the disappearance, but the crash of a commercial airliner. And there's one survivor found at the crash site, and Scully is quick to notice that that person has radiation burns. Uh Uh-oh, what does that tell Mulder? Mm. That maybe there was some sort of alien shit going on. And if you know who Max Svening is from previous X-Files episodes, he is the guy that lives— in that Airstream trailer with all the uh, newspaper clippings attached to the inside. You know, classic x vile shit, people. It's yeah. the good stuff. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Mulder also notices that there is a nine-minute gap between the time the authorities say that the plane crashed and the time they found on the watches the several dead passengers, which go missing later in part two. But I'll talk about that later. The government officials in charge of the crash, Mike Miller, which I believe is... Oh, I don't have his actor there. Scoffs at Mulder, otherworldly explanation of the crash, and is involved in the encounter with the UFOs. So essentially, in that episode, it's called Tempest Fugit, opens with the plane crash. Cue credits, Mulder and Scully are at a bar. And the transportation folks immediately doubt the existence of aliens. And this main guy that we're with... Uh... I think it's Tom O'Brien, but I can't be 100% sure. He's kind of like in both episodes, and he's kind of like the NYSB guy. I don't know what the fuck that stands for, but he's kind of the guy that is a sort of a believer, and he's kind of open to hearing Mulder's theories about stuff. So the camera work in this episode's extremely well, and it kind of creates a lot of drama with these characters, especially in a very weird situation. So 134 people die on this flight, and Essentially, what happens is, just to kind of spoil this, in the first episode, there's a lot of investigation stuff. There's a lot of uncovering what went on and piecing things together. So yeah. what 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 they discover is, is that on this flight, there was Max Fennig. And th- this kind of plays into the second episode, which is Max. So... They find Max's body. He's dead. So what Mulder thinks happened is that he got abducted mid-flight, and that's what those nine minutes are missing. Ooh. So he thinks the time stopped on their watch is because of the interference from the, uh,
2: you the aliens.
0: So yeah. another th- thing is they go to the this air traffic guy who said at the time that they were clear, who directed a, another plane at the time to go in that path. So, as it comes out, that the military was actually aware of the UFO, but not the fact that the UFO had tractor beamed a fucking commercial airliner and trapped it in time. So, the military, trying to take down the UFO, shot it down, taking the commercial airliner with it.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Yes. So, why did the UFO try to take Max? Max was holding one of three pieces of an alien propulsion device that creates energy, free energy, which is why the government was after it. So those devices split into three pieces, one ha- had by Max, one in a lock room somewhere in the airport, and then one held by Max's friend, who I believe's name is Sharon. Sharon who gets abducted as well. And whenever you get they get abducted in the X-Files episodes here, it's more of lights and wind and and noises. Yeah. See them get taken or sucked out like we saw in the movie here. It's a little bit more subtle, of course. This is made for television, folks. It's not going to be as, let's say, full on. But yeah, so essentially they go through, like I said, with the the propulsion device. So essentially the the UFOs want Max Fenning. The government's trying to cover it up. Fox and Mulder are trying to do their normal stuff and and, and the shit gets really crazy because there's also this cover-up group who's going in trying to collect these aliens, alien bits that crashed because they did succeed in destroying that. So this is one of the few episodes of X-Files where they actually show you stuff and pretty much say that aliens exist, and for a couple of scenes. At the end of episode 17, we see that the NYSB agent that I talked about earlier who was open to Fox's, uh, well, to Mulder, yeah, to Mulder's uh, theories and stuff, he actually sees a alien spaceship looking for the other alien spaceship that crashed earlier in the episode,
1: mm-hmm. which is interesting.
0: Can you hear my dog barking?
1: Yeah, it's fine
0: it's fine. it's
1: fine we love puppies it's fine
0: <laughs> our pool opened up today so everybody's all excited
1: yeah they're buddy our ours got up. shut down yesterday oh and will not re- reopen until after the holiday because some parent let six children go to the pool by themselves and management was pissed yeah that's that's not conducive to anybody's effort yeah
0: <laughs> yeah Fuck okay, But anyway, yeah, so while all of this is going on, there's this weird cover-up thing, like I said, of these people trying to fucking find these parts of this alien spaceship while also the, the fucking aliens are looking for it. But this, but this also shows while they're looking for these alien spaceship parts, Mulder dives into this water where that, where that UFO was looking earlier and actually finds the fucking alien crash and gets radiation, burns himself, and sees an alien corpse. Comes up. And gets tackled by U.S. government agents. Of course, oh, yeah, gets taken course. in. But the crazy thing is, he has these burns to prove that something's down there. Yeah. So yeah. that gives Fox, like, well, that gives Scully, like, the whole thing of like, hey, maybe he's not lying. So this kind, of, this episode kind of perpetuates her belief into the aliens existing just a little bit more. But also at the same time, it kind of shows the audience. Unequivocally, that these exist, and it's pretty yeah. interesting that the way that they do that. But there's a lot of conspiracy angles going in, and there's two scenes of like plane hijacking that goes on or attempted plane hijacking, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. And they show these hijackers using plastic guns that they construct inside the uh, bathrooms. So fucking wild! But both hijackers are interrupted by the UFOs, so you never actually see anything progress past that point because the UFOs show up and it's like uh. uh, uh. But there is a scene, uh, I'll just spoil it now, and I believe it's in the second part, episode 18, Max, where you see the plane, the people in the plane, right? You see Max turn, look, and he sees the cover-up guy, the conspiracy guy who goes back to the bathroom and the aliens start coming. Max goes into convulsions, freezes, the fucking, all the, the cabin lights up, right? And the, the door pops off. He gets levitated out of his seat taken out of the cabin everybody's watching but time's frozen for everybody else except the people in the plane he gets levitated out and then all of a sudden you hear the fucking plane (whistles) bang smash into it and then everything just goes black you know but there's there's just a scene of somebody getting abducted in midair and it's insane
1: maybe maybe that's what happened to that malaysian flight
0: and that's exactly a good point <laughs>
1: you know we have we have all these i mean and it's not even just that one flight there's tons of flights that have gone missing that we've never recovered i mean i'll be right back yeah i mean that's that's fucking scary to think about that you could be on an airplane right and yeah, the these creatures just <laughs> They're like, we want you. I'm gonna get you. Yeah. Wow. I I, I like I said I, I restarted watching X Files uh, like a week ago, but I I mean I haven't like sat there and binge watched them like I'd like to.
2: You have time. <laughs>
1: yeah. When I have time, you know I have tons of podcasts and stuff going on. So, but yeah, um, that's just it's fucking scary to think, man. It's fucking horrifying.
0: But yeah, that's episode 17 and 18 of X Files. There's a little bit more layers that go into it but if you really want to get the whole feel of the story go watch them yourself definitely uh, they're available on amazon right now yes i believe both of these movies i think the movie i mentioned earlier the forgotten is on amazon as well as let my dog in here moxley <laughs> but anyway yeah And then I believe that uh, a lot of these X-Files episodes are on Hulu and then IMDb TV, which is now called Freebie, and you can watch those free on Amazon.
1: Nice. So give them a watch, people. Definitely. Well, fellas, I want to thank both of you for being on the show today. I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, I hope to have you back eventually. Maybe we can do like a little segment where you talk film on when you know the, the little subjects that I'm going to talk about. If it's something that interests you, absolutely. You know, because I, I like that. I like that. I love adding film into anything that I talk about.
0: Because this all kind of tied together with the, with the planes. Yeah. And
1: the abduction. Well, the abductions a little bit more heavy on my yeah. part. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. But here is the point where I am going to give you guys time to talk about projects. TJ, what you got coming up? What should we look out for?
0: So like I mentioned earlier, me and Brody Kane, who's the Australian fellow in the chat, wrote a comic book almost like two years ago, and we are producing it this year. It's called Paranoia. It's produced by myself, Brody, and uh, director Adam Marcus. It's going to be coming out, I hope, later this year. We're about halfway done with issue one right now. It's a three-issue run right now. I. Yeah, just kind of stay tuned. Follow us on Facebook. There's going to be an Instagram and Twitter popping up here very soon, but we don't really want to uh, be very active on those until the project's nearing completion. But yeah, please try to support and follow that stuff. Also, of course, Project Louder, this this podcast is is a part of Project Louder. I don't know yes. if that's been mentioned already. Yes. The, the wonderful and glorious podcasting network that uh, I founded a couple years ago, ProjectLouder.net. your source for podcasting and so, so much more. We've been doing a lot of stuff over there, adding new shows, redoing the website. It's, it's been a little bit slow going at this year, again, because we've been doing the comic book. We've been adding stuff. We have a new comic book, not new yeah. comic book, but new podcast called Close Encounters of the Fit Kind, hosted by Brian Morehouse, coming out within the next couple of months. That's kind of uh, mixing nerddom with uh, fitness it's going to be interesting. I think that's going to draw a very niche crowd, but it'll be a fun show nonetheless. We've been working on a Robocop podcast, and Stephen and I talked about maybe an X-Files podcast in the future. Yeah. LCE is working on a secondary series called Off the Reels, and it's going to be Brody and I talking about film on a philosophical level. That's going to be coming within the next year excited to talk about that but yeah just kind of keeping the existing projects moving building up that database of episodes for all of you guys and trying to expand the audience out there hitting those charts up as always that's that's the project louder way but Thank you to all the listeners out there for supporting us. Thank you for getting us in those charts. And thank you for making Project Louder possible. Ben, it's nice talking to you again. Steve, thank you for having me on the show.
1: Yes, yes. It's always, always great to have you on the show, man. I I love watching you fucking work. I love it. (laughs) Ben, plug your shit.
2: Okay, well, um, on the Recycled Corn uh, Facebook page, I instituted the Recycled Corn cork board where if people want to have an event or announcement, they want to utilize the podcast to get that message out, uh, we'd be happy to spread the word. Uh, We don't charge for that service and you could reach a few new people, so why not? You know, just you got an event coming up, you got a a comedy show you know, you want to promote or a charity event, we're happy to do that. Um, Personally, I've been doing a substantial amount of writing just on my own, uh, it's been challenging because, you know, it takes a lot of time. Yep. My thoughts are chaotic, and I find trying to find the right words to convey a feeling or emotion and have it be intelligible is is a challenge. And it's it's been interesting to see how far I can push myself. I often have to remind myself that you need to focus to become exceptional at anything. And I don't have fast stuff when I'm passionate about it. You know, I, I use my whole ass, and that's a lot of ass, you know. so.
0: Uh, <laughs> Thoughts are like fish. There's a lot out there, but you got to catch the right one. <laughs> Damn right.
2: exactly. But I um, uh, just want to plug my socials real quick. I am at Ben on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I am BenDeLeon3 on TikTok. Um, we have actually um, got the You rece-
0: primarily do twerking content on TikTok, right?
2: Yes. Uh, pretty much exclusively. I've done a lot of yoga to maintain my limberness.
0: <laughs> I mean,
2: Excellent. um <laughs> oh god um, as I said we got the, the the podcast on Amazon Music and Audible which is yeah. pretty cool um, of course if you're on Apple go buy the Recycle Corn podcast page on Apple Podcasts and after you follow please rate us five stars because it does help and we're trying oh, to grow yeah. this brand you know and, and Scuba needs new comics um, you know he just cleared out a
1: few so we're trying to get them restocked <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, as always, I am your host with The Ghost, the Prince of the Paranormal, the Duke of the Dead, the Ghost Daddy, the Sinister Minister, and the Cryptid Keeper, Lord Scuba Cabra, saying thank you for joining me on today's episode of Somewhat Supernatural. I will see you on Gore and More tomorrow, where we will be reviewing one of my favorite films, Maximum Overdrive. Tune in, baby. We'll see you later.